Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jamokes and welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. It's Josh and Scott. What's going on, Scotty? How are you, Bob? I'm good, buddy. Feel a little bit better today. Good. Well, you should be feeling better, not just because maybe you've recovered from your ills, whatever they may be, but Billy Joel's coming. <laughs> I know. You should feel good. I'm so excited. Now, it's Billy Joel and Sting. Fine. I was going to ask you, how do you feel about Sting? I mean, I don't. Listen, I, I just don't, don't hate. Ca- I just don't just, care. Yeah, I just, just don't not care my about thing. It. Like, yeah. I'm there to see Billy Joel. That's it. I whatever. Sting is Sting. Now, Billy love- Joel and the Police would be. Well, I mean, but he's gonna sing songs by yeah, the police. True, probably. Like, that's that's another thing that I love when it's like, well, we got the guy here, but we don't have the whole band. Well, <laughs> like, like we saw Brett Michaels, right? It's at the. Uh, it is a little. Uh, it is a little party girl, party. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's party girl. Like, well, it wasn't Poison. It was all the same songs, and the guy who sung them sung them. You know, people are never happy. It's either, well, you know, the guy was there, but the rest of the band wasn't, or there's a different lead singer with the rest of the band, and that's no good either. Look, he's Brett Michaels, and this is Sting, so he's. you think he's not going to sing de do 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 da 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 <laughs> I'm going to guess he will. <laughs> but uh, Billy Joel, man, I'm excited about that. Yeah. That show coming up September 27th. Next week, all next week, not this week, but all next week, uh, we will have tickets for you on the show. Nice. Somehow we got lassoed into doing the 30-second song challenge for this. I don't know how. I was talking to Jesse, and she goes, well, somebody missed the Billy Joel people that you guys would do the 30-second song challenge. I'm like, what, is that what AD does in the morning? They go, yeah, but they said you'd do it. And I go, well, I don't do that. And they said, well, you do now, bud. What the hell's the 30-second song challenge? Oh, to guess how many of the songs. Yeah, yeah gotcha. that's what we got to do. So, I got Marty on it, figuring it out. Like, I'm like, Marty, you get all the songs. I'm busy. <laughs> you get it together. I'm coming up with the smut that we need to talk about on the air. You can figure out how to handle this. But yes, Billy Joel. Have you seen Billy Joel? I have. How many times? Twice. Same. I saw him once in a stadium, once in an arena, and both were great. I was in the eighth row at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, the baseball stadium, day of the concert i got a wild hair to go right and it was raining so people were just kind of dumping their tickets. tickets yeah so i found eighth row seats for like next to nothing my god let me tell you that's worth sitting in the rain for it is it was so and the other concert i sat in the rain for was jimmy buffett spilled a beer <laughs> on a gentleman and he was pissed in my defense i was hammered and we were already wet <laughs> yeah, you're wet so who cares <laughs> 
of God. I love Billy Joel. I'm excited about this. Don't have to go to freaking Kansas City or Chicago to see him. I'm actually buying tickets. I'm not going to wait to see if we get some kind of tickets. I'm not. I'm buying tickets. God, I love Billy I'm Joel. I'm not waiting. I am excited. Who else is excited, man? I'm this is killer. Excited. We got a great year of concerts coming up. We're going to kick it There is a up. ton of concerts coming. I'm excited about it, man. Got the Eagles in about a month, so that's yeah, cool, man. Yeah. Let's rock. All right, let's play some Billy Joel to yeah. kick things off today. Come on. Yeah. The entertainer is coming to town. Coming to Bush Stadium in downtown St. Louis. We got him right now. You had to be a big shot. KG95, hello. Josh Ennis, you rock me hard. Happy New Year. Thanks, brother. He's back. He's he's here for a new year. I appreciate you, sir. Thank you. I love his voice. Hey, look, he brings me joy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, all right, we got a lot of stuff to get into today, including um, thoughts on feminism and misogyny from Don Dockin. Don Dockin has oh, some Oh, because he's an expert. Yeah, well, we're going to see. I'll let you know what he had to say about uh, the political correctness in the world. It's fascinating. Uh, also, yesterday, you missed it because you weren't here, but, um, and I didn't share this with anybody yesterday. I wanted to wait until you were here. Uh, but yesterday was a, uh, a big movie star's birthday. And I'm going to give you some time to think on this. I'm going to tell you who it is. Mel Gibson had yeah. a birthday yesterday. 68. I saw 68. that, yeah. Now, I want you to sit there and think about this. I need you to come up with um, your favorite Mel Gibson movie. Oh, I knew this would be tough man. for you. You're a big Mel Gibson guy. I, I know it right away, though. You can go ahead and tell me. What is it? Braveheart. Really? Is it? Yeah. I'm a big Braveheart fan. That's like one of those movies that I'll watch every time it's on. Like, that's probably a top five for me. I like Lethal Weapon 2. I mean, I love all the Lethal Weapons. But Lethal Weapon 2 would have to, uh, to me, is the best of the lot. To me. I just think it's the perfect combo of all the movies. I think it's great. I, it's like the Rocky 3 of Lethal Weapon movies. It's the, by that I mean it's my favorite. It is the Nightmare on Elm Street three, the Dream Warriors, of Lethal Weapon movies. It is the best of the bunch. I mean that's fair. I, I actually enjoyed. It four is the a mighty. Lot. It is the D two, the Mighty Ducks, version of Lethal Weapon. You're gonna love Lethal Weapon five. I don't know that I will. <laughs> I don't think anybody. Has. Josh in his show. G95, Alice in Chains. Hello, Josh and a show. It's Josh and Scott today. My favorite thing I read today involves Don Dockin of the group Dockin. Now you oh, might Yeah, you might know them from their songs like Just Got Lucky or Dream Warriors or Breaking the Chains. Whatever. You know, a lot of people like I dig Dockin. I like Dockin. Well, Don Dockin was on a podcast called Phantasm on the Phantasm podcast he appears and he was talking about political correctness and he said listen guys you cannot go up to women and talk about their appearance he said he told his band this I don't know if they have band meetings if like Don Dockin gathers the troops and says listen here fellas it's a new world and we can't say the things we used to say because quote they'll sue you now, what does he mean by this? Let's get more in-depth here from Don Duncan. From this podcast, he says, quote, In the 80s, it was all about girls in short skirts and push-up bras. Nowadays, I told the band, I go, If a girl comes backstage and she's dressed to the nines, you can't comment and say, Wow, your ass looks good in that miniskirt. Or, Wow, your boobs are hanging. Something like that. They'll sue you. 
Now, I have a few questions about this. Most notably, in what universe is it a compliment to look at a woman and say, hey, your boobs are hanging? That's, not, that's just a statement of fact, but I don't know that it to be a compliment. I mean, you don't look at a man and say, your testicles, they're hanging. That's well, not really a compliment. You might. Well, you could, well, I've never heard it, so maybe my <laughs> wife doesn't love me as much as I thought she did. <laughs> but just the idea that Don Dockin gathers the other members of Dockin around and says, listen, guys, you can't tell women, hey, your boobs are hanging anymore. These are different times, guys. He continues, this whole PC thing has gone too far. If women are dressed like that, you would think it's because they want a compliment. You know, I don't necessarily disagree with Mr. Don Dockin on that. No, I don't. Now, I disagree with the idea that saying, quote, wow, your boobs are hanging is a compliment. Again, I'm maybe from a different era. I, mean, I don't know. You could know. just say, well, you look really nice or you or, look beautiful. Or you could say, you got a nice rack. Like, that's a compliment. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that, that, but I don't know if saying your boobs are hanging is even a compliment. It's just a statement. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if a groupie walked, first of all, there ain't nobody dressed to the nines going backstage at a docking show anymore. Like, this ain't 1987 and Dream Warriors didn't just come out, friend. This is 2024. No, it's the same girls trying to wear the same outfits and they don't look good. You got it. <laughs> you understand. <laughs> but, like, I understand, like, if, if it, like a chick has a nice ass, you would think, hey, you have a nice ass. Like, if some chick thought I was attractive, and oh, by the way... Women have no qualms with telling men that they look handsome, that they look good. Women at concerts that are male concerts get very handsy. Remember the story a couple years ago where some gal grabbed Tim McGraw's junk? Yeah. And Faith Hill was like, whoa, bitch, what are you doing with my man? <laughs> yeah, like, like, women have no rules when it comes to this. Don Dawkins not saying walk up to these chicks and grab their ass. He's just saying, hey, your boobs are hanging. That's all. He just wants, he's trying to be complimentary in his way. Which is in, fair. In Don Dawkins' own Don Dawkins-ish way, saying your boobs are hanging is quite the compliment. Maybe like in the 70s, maybe that was a thing that I don't know about. Hey, your boobs are hanging. But uh, he continues, everything is PC. Got to be careful what you say. You can't say anything to a woman. They'll say you're a misogynist and you're a dog and I'm going to sue you. I mean, look. That part I agree with. He's not wrong. It's possible for someone to be right and questionable at the same time. That statement I agree with. What's wrong with saying, hey, you have nice eyes. Your dress looks nice. Great rack. What's wrong with that? But while your boobs are hanging, I can't get past that. I don't understand. Now, maybe somebody can help me out here. If you want to get in on the horn, you can call us. As a woman, if a man told you, wow, your boobs are hanging, is that a compliment? Like, Scott, you have testicles. If a woman said, wow, your testicles are hanging, what would would you view that as a compliment? I'd say thank you. See, oh, well, then that's, well, what thank I'm, you. that's what I'm looking for here. I don't know if a woman would say, gee, thanks, Don Dockin. Or if a woman would say, is that a compliment? Like, I, I need to know. Women, call. I need you to help me out here, okay? Get on the horn. What is acceptable? <laughs> not only that, but wow, your boobs are hanging. Yeah, that's not just, that just doesn't sound good anyway. Has a man ever told you wow, your boobs are hanging? And if a man told you wow, your boobs are hanging, is that a compliment? Let us know. Get in right now. We'll talk to you after the who behind hanging boobs. KC95. <laughs> KC95, Josh in a show. All right, let's check in on the phones. People talking about Don Dockin. 
Uh, apparently, uh, look, Don Dawkins says the world's gone too politically correct. You can't even tell a woman, wow, your ass looks good in that mini skirt, or wow, your boobs are hanging. Wow, your boobs are hanging. Is that a compliment? We got so many questions here. All right, let's see. Casey, hello. Hi, my name's Linda. I have four female roommates, and we have four male roommates, and we constantly pretty much walk around naked, so there ain't nothing wrong with letting yourself hang out. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't questioning that. I'm just asking you, is it a compliment for someone to say, wow, your boobs are hanging? Yeah, I take it as a compliment. Also, you have four male roommates and four female roommates? Yes, sir, we do. Are you on a reality TV show? Nope. We don't like drama. We just keep it real. Are you just exhibitionists? Uh, pretty much like 90%. Do you swing together? Yes, we do. All right, so like each one of you has been with the other one? Well, sure. We've oh. been doing it for seven years. How did this come about? We all met out at Freeport Park one day and just sat down and had a talk, and then we all became roommates. Did you put out, like, uh, I don't know, like a want ad and the penny saver to say, hey, I'm looking for seven other people who want to bang it out? Or how did you guys meet at the park? We were, everybody was, like, walking, exercising. We all just sat down and just started talking, you know, about exercising. And then we just got on top, well, let's be roommates and... You know, we'll go exhibit, you know, do the whole nine yards. Be exhibit, you know, just live free. Keep it real. Gotcha. That's what freedom is. That's uh, what freedom is. That's America. Well, to, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Um, so let me ask you this. Who is the best lover in your group? I would have to say Brandon and Marie. Brandon. So you, you also go with the women, too. Yes, we do. Gotcha. Now, what makes Brandon such a good lover? He supplies everything. When you say he supplies everything, what? he's the youngest in the group and the roommates. Oh, how old is he? Thirty. How old are you? I'm fifty-seven. Oh, so you're robbing the cradle on old Brandon, huh? I robbed the cradle way before this came about. Oh, so what, like, so you just go all out and about, and you just you you prey on the on the the young studs of St. Louis. <laughs> I even had a 71-year-old man. <laughs> really? He was loud. He was loud? Yeah, he was loud, rowdy. Oh, you know. boy. And you all, and who is the 71-year-old man? Oh, that's, that was like a month ago. Oh, so he didn't live and with you guys in the house? No, he was like living two doors, uh, two houses down. And he asked us, what do you guys do for a living? And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Gotcha. Where do you guys live? Where do we live? Yeah, like what town? Richmond Heights. So you live in Richmond Heights, and you just have like a, a just a a, a, a swinging party happening at your house. Yeah, and we all get along just fine. No problem financially, nothing. I'm skeptical of this story. You understand? Why? Huh? Good point. I believe you. All right. Well, have a good day. You too, honey. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Um, she was like, why? You know what? I believe her. Do you? I do. I, I believe her. I'm not skeptical at all. I totally believe that these eight randos met at Creefcore Park one day exercising and decided, hey, let's let's live in a home where we group grope on a nightly basis. I'm not buying it. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I believe it. Financially comfortable. There's eight people. I mean, is there any kids involved? Is there... I don't know. I'm not buying it. I, you know what? I think that you underestimate the power of love. I think you do love. 
No, you've taught me that love conquers all. Love conquers all. The Josh and his show. Howdy, Jamokes. Happy Billy Joel Day in St. Louis. <laughs> the entertainer, he's coming to town September 27th. Bush Stadium in downtown St. Louis with oh, Sting. And the entertainer. And I know just where I stand. Another serenader and another long headband. God, he's so good. It's going to be awesome. But I won't be here in another year if I don't stay on the charts. So that's awesome. We'll have tickets for that next week. Do not call me for Billy Joel tickets or you will get scolded. I have Billy Joel <laughs> tickets next week. I have no tickets this week. If you call and ask, we play How Many Say I. Yeah, that's it. That's your punishment. <laughs> your penance. Yes. We will all suffer for your greed. <laughs> some, some gal... Uh, called earlier. I was just wondering if you have any Def Leppard tickets. <laughs> like, no, I don't have any Def Leppard tickets. Call Bush Stadium, ask them. Hey, Let's see if they got them. Hey, you know what? There's a there's a box. And in that box is tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and they have all the tickets you could possibly imagine. Now, we are in the month of January, which apparently, according to an Instagram account that has 40,000 followers, it is Janu-Harry. Janu-H-A-I-R-Y. Janu-Harry. And it's a month in which some women, I've never seen them, but they claim to be out there, says their goals include women promoting self-confidence, challenging societal beauty standards, and creating a supportive community where people can share their journey. Now, what does all that mean? It essentially means they don't want you to wax or shave or pluck hairs from your female body for a month. It's funny because on the internet, everybody's all about this kind of stuff, like women's empowerment. I ain't never seen a woman with my own eyes walking around in an office anywhere that's like, hey, here's my mustache. Yeah, I'm proud of it. I've never Here's seen my bush. Hey, hey guys, bush in the bush. Yes, in the I've bush. never seen that. But like everybody on the internet's empowered, and they're like, "Aha! Yes, I am a lady, and I am challenging societal norms." Like, no, you're not. You're a liar. Yeah. You want? You wish you were. And by the way, you can do whatever you want. Like, you can have hairy armpits. Who is that chick? Uh, Paula Cole. Remember when Paula Cole, the gal that sang uh, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Yeah. And she was on like the Grammys and had hairy armpits and it was a big thing like 30 years ago. I'm not telling you that you can't have hairy armpits or a ginormous bush or like hair that goes all the way down your thighs. Looks like Tracy Chapman in a leg. Like none of that. That Do what you do. <laughs> her bush starts above her belly button. It's wild. <laughs> Looks like one of those old like powdered wigs that uh, that an old judge would wear, you know? Fine. Uh, like the founding fathers pow powdered wig. <laughs> do whatever you want. Like. But don't be surprised when a dude's like, no, I'll pass. <laughs> That's not a him problem, ma'am. That is a you problem. <laughs> that is not society's problem. That is a you problem. I am not digging through that. I'm not sifting through it. I got my Briggs and Stratton weed whacker. <laughs> I'm not. I ain't messing with that, sweetheart. <laughs> to be overly judgmental, but that sounds a lot more like a howl than a bark. I, look, I'm not trying to call out Ozzy here. I know he's got health issues and everything else, but. To me, a bark is like, rough. That's a bark. Maybe it's the... That's it's a the howl. bark that's, before, but the howl. That's a howl. That's like a We tea. call it a bow. 
You called that a, a teen wolf sound you just made. All right, so it is January, and uh, you're a hairy gal. Unfortunately, feel apparently. Feel free to call. Here's the thing, and we were just talking about this, but apparently, like, there's this whole Instagram account that is encouraging women to not shave or wax or whatever. Do whatever the hell you want. It's your choice. But again, if, like, you're walking around with sideburns and some guy's like, I'm going to pass. I'm going to swipe the other way. You know, I don't know really how it works. Whatever way you have to swipe to not sex somebody on Tinder. Never been on Tinder. So whatever the bad way to swipe is, if they just kind of blow right by you on Tinder and they're like, she's got sideburns. Sideburns lady and the mutants at table 10 over here. Like if, 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 if they say no to that, that's not a them problem. They just have preferences. And their preference is not to engage with a lady squatch. And that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally... And by the way, you know how many women out there probably dislike, like, overly hairy dudes? This isn't the 70s. Yes, when, I do. Yeah, I, me too. Um... But, like, Burt Reynolds was really hairy in the 70s, and women were turned on by hair, chest hair, you know? Like, that's what women were into. Maybe women aren't as into chest hair anymore, and that's okay. Nobody judges women for that, and men aren't challenging societal norms by, you know, carving their name into their chest hair or something. Like, men just say, oh, you know, oh, you're not into me. Well, I'm not shaving, so well, whatever. If I, if I let all my grow out, it actually makes me look like 10 pounds heavier because it pushes my shirt out. There you, it makes you look swole. <laughs> it does. Like, is there anybody that's listening to Keishi? We'll open the phone lines to the ladies here. Is there a lady out there that is partaking in January? Any ladies out there participating in January? Some people just call that Tuesday that listen to us. Like, I gave up years ago. <laughs> ah, I can't even reach down there anymore. I got arthritis. <laughs> My arthritis keeps me from grooming. But no, I mean, look, if you have bush, like, look, that's different. I think, like, because, like, there are people still like, but there's a thing, but, but whatever. But I'm talking about, like, oh, I'm not going to shave my armpits now because I'm making a stand. And if you can't accept it, then that's you. Well, no, it's not. Like, I'm just not what I'm into. I have a hunch that there will never come a time where societal norms change to the point where a dude is turned on by a woman with a unibrow. That will not happen. There will never come a time. Millions of, like a <laughs> millions of years from now. Millions of years from now. There's not going to be, so, like, dudes are going to be just like, ugh. They're, they're going to go to strip clubs, and the nudity is not what they're there for. It's for women with sideburns and a unibrow. Like, that's never going to happen. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. I don't know. It's not very PC. It's, well, it's just factual. <laughs> just listen, factual. listen, you heard what Don Dawkins said. The world's too PC. Oh, it is. You but should be able when a lady walks into the backstage area to say, hey, your boobs are hanging. You should be allowed to, according to Don Dockin. He speaks the gospel. Uh, Old I Donnie did. D. I think he could have come up with a better statement of what not to say than your boobs are hanging. Well, we've had that discussion. I like it. But anyway, if you're a lady out there and uh, you're partaking in Harry, you can follow that account, by the way, that has over 40,000 followers. That'll be good for you. But, like, do you have a unibrow? Do you have a mustache? Do you have, like, a goatee? Sideburns. Mutton chops. 
<laughs> Hairy armpits. Do you have a handlebar mustache? Are you Raleigh fingersing in this January? <laughs> How are some of you hairy gals celebrating January? Or are you a gal that's like, hell no, I'm never doing that. Waxy, waxy, waxy. <laughs> it's up to you. you I'm, I'm here for you. I want to talk. I want to be friends with you. But if you're really hairy, I don't just want to make love to you. I guess it depends on where the hair is, but certainly not if it's a mustache. <laughs> KG95, Josh Ennis Show, January, ladies. Let's see if we can get a lady on the phone. Hello, Keishi. Oh, my gosh. Hell no. Women need to shave. I'm a lesbian, and that's what I love about women is a nice, soft body. So, no women shave. Well, well, I don't want to you know, speak uh, you know, stereotypically here, but... In my mind, there's a hairy woman in every lesbian relationship. Is this not the case? Well, there's, there's that joke, what's the difference between a bitch and a femme? What is it? A, a flannel shirt and about 200 pounds. Waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> but you disagree. Yeah, please shave, ladies. Please shave. <laughs> Thank you. Look, she said it, not me. She's a lesbian. She's allowed to make that. <laughs> if you're a lesbian, you're allowed to make the jokes about it. Me, I just laugh. Stop dragging my heart around. Stevie and Tom on occasion. <laughs> I've already seen the list. <laughs> You've seen the list, huh? <laughs> and yes, Bill Clinton is on it. <laughs> well, I was, I was reading about some of the people on there and like, what the association was. Some people like just have names that are in there, but there's no actual details about anything or whatever. But then there was one name that pops up on there and you're like, huh. And that would be Stephen Hawking. And not Stephen Hawking before the chair. After. Post-chair. He's in the chair. He's talking in a box. Like he might have traveled. He didn't do much. <laughs> but apparently he was in... Now, again, who knows how true any of this right. is or what. But apparently Stephen Hawking was into, like, orgies. They would, like, wheel him into these things for orgies is basically what I was reading. Just to watch? Well, I mean, he couldn't do anything else. Right. Well, maybe it was kind of like when those gals were dancing on Lieutenant Dan uh, yeah. New Year's Eve, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, at least, I mean, he had arms that worked, at least. Tastes like cigarettes. Tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> Sorry I ruined your pedophile island party, <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> she tasted like cigarettes. But no, um, but that's interesting to me, you know. That when is it coming out? Because well, I mean, there's there's names that have been like there's been stuff. All how do I know this and you don't? This I, seems like something that would be like your Super Bowl. I'm waiting for all the smoke to clear and then just kind of get. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go thumbing through it. Yeah, I got a highlighter. I don't even um, know what to believe because like it took so long to get out. Like this should have been released a long time ago. They had this long forever. Mm -hmm. So what have they done to it at this point? Like, who's on it? Scott, who's on I don't know it? that you're ever going to believe anything. I, I probably won't, because, I mean, we shouldn't. They're, they've never been honest about anything. I, I agree. All I'm saying is I felt like knowing what I know about you and your wife and what you're into, which is conspiracy theories, you're conspiratory people. Now, I'm not, like, over the edge. 
but your wife is. No, not really. She's teetering on she's the edge. She's very healthy, but she's not <laughs> over the edge. She's not over the like. She, she like her big thing is like reading labels on food, uh-huh. and like there's certain things she just won't buy because something's in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and good for her because like I don't pay attention. You, you to literally what I have in my some, gullet some sort of gummy bears for lunch. No, today. it was uh, yeah the mamba fruit chews. I had a sweet tooth. What are you gonna do? You literally said this is my lunch today. <laughs> it was. I had a hankering. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a snack. So, uh, but yeah. <laughs> she the- would go, not that. It's got red dye number five in it. And she's right. I probably shouldn't eat it, but what the hell? They're good. I, I'm just interested in the logistics of a Stephen Hawking orgy. That's what intrigues me. That's what I'm. It would. You sick bastard. <laughs> it intrigues me as all. A man in a wheelchair being but wheeled he's not, in. He's not just a man in a wheelchair. He's a man that literally cannot move anything. He's like he's a vegetable. All right, but when you think about the age of these potential girls that he would be watching in this yeah. orgy, it's very not really intriguing. But still, no. The logistics. No. no. Again, I'm not saying I'd be. I'm just curious how. You get this wheelchair-bound scientist, and how does he propose this? I have so many questions, but it's BTO. Something like this. KG95. All right, let's check in on the phones here. Hello, you're on. Hey, uh, hi. How you doing, man? Uh, listen, uh, you guys were talking about this stuff from TV, about the Lieutenant Dan, the orgy, and stuff like that. Hey, I had a friend out in uh, uh, California. He uh, he was out in Vegas for a while, and he got to date the sheriff's daughter out there, right? And he tricked her out and stuff, and the sheriff's got mad, and he took, her out, he took him out in the desert, and he shot his nuts off, right? And the dude had to go get testosterone shots once a month, and he said he was good for like two to three days after the testosterone shots, and after that he was no good no more. I just thought that would fit in with your stories, man. I don't know. I guess it sort of does. This is Trinity, LaGrange, Josh in a show, Josh and Scotty today. Did you get a chance to watch uh, the uh, Ricky Gervais stand up? I did not, yeah. I did not. That was good. I I did watch the Chappelle as per our agreement. Some of us hold up our ends of the agreement. (laughs) I was sick, man. What else did you have to do? I don't know. You could have sat there and laughed. You want laughter? I don't know. Look, look. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> I'll put that next to love conquers all. Yeah, it is. Can I you turn the music down next time you give me <laughs> advice? It makes it official. <laughs> yeah. and, it's a stamp of a yeah, I got it from a chicken soup for the soul book, and now I'm passing it on to you. <laughs> what was the gum that used to have? The, oh, I guess they had jokes. It was like bazooka or whatever. You get like a little statement. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> but obviously. Trust me, I know. Obviously, though, you didn't pay attention when I told you that. Now. I've watched both of those stand-ups, and they're very good. I think Ricky Gervais was better, but they're both really good. So I've been on a kick watching a lot of stand-ups on Netflix lately because I'm in one of those mindsets now where I think I could be a comedian. Yeah. And I, like, I'm lazy, so I can't. Yeah, I don't I don't think you could. And that's fine. Like, like I don't think I have the... Like, and I appreciate what you're doing. I get it, because I don't think you can write four songs, so it's totally fine. <laughs> I get what we're doing. Is this a chat? You, know, you could open for me, opening for John Waite, Sticks, and Boy, what a show that you, would be. If you had a comedy, you got to do, you you do eight minutes. You have a strong five, and then if you get out there with a strong five, then we'll let you open for Scott. And I'll have a desk out there, and you can come sit, and I'll interview you after your show. Yeah, it'll be great. And then I'll start playing. We'll just make a whole thing out of it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go for it. But it is, it's like a dream of mine to be a stand-up comedian, yeah. right? Like, it, it truly is. But, like, I don't have the balls. Why? I, I just don't. I don't have the balls to get up on stage. This is going to sound very George McFly. 
but what if they don't like it? <laughs> like, I don't know that I can handle that kind of rejection. See, I'm like, I'm on the radio. I don't know if people like me or not because I can't see them. In my mind, especially with new 2024 Josh, I think they all like me. You know, you can do anything you want if you put your mind to it, Josh. <laughs> if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. <laughs> but no, that's not true. Because, like, I like I watch this and I see the way these comedians tell these stories. And I'm like, I could do that. Like, I've got so many things in my brain from my life that I think I could make funny. Did you write them down ever? No, that's problem number one. <laughs> do you need a stenographer to follow you around? What I got to do... Is is get Rafe in here maybe one day and have him come sit in here and, t and he can talk Tell me you if he out of it. Yeah, <laughs> because like Rafe it is great. I watched his special too when it yeah. was on YouTube and it was great. And I, I sit here and I'm like, you do live radio. You don't record this. This is live, and you're able to be funny and on point on the radio, which to me is tough. And I, like I don't want to insult comedians, but I'd argue it's tougher to just turn a microphone on live with no you know jokes you've been working on for ten months. It's not easy. Right. And I've been able to do it for twenty years. Like the red lights on, I can do it. So in my mind, I can do comedy. But then I watch it. And I'm like, could I do it? But I can imagine just how. Orgasmic it must be to have a hunt like twenty thousand people laughing their asses off at what you're doing, and I want that. I think Matt Reif kind of does that, like off the cuff. Basically, it's just broadcasting to a live audience because he's like quick witted. You know, you could do that. I, I but and I have that style of comedy. I guess I just I. I want to live that life, but I don't have the balls to do it. That's the killer yeah, you're for just, me. You're really just not even that funny. I I, mean, that's I another just... hard part, too. Because <laughs> I've only got the same stories I've told a hundred times. I don't even have new stories. I was sitting in there with Marty the other day, and I was explaining something. And he, like, t said the punchline before I got to it. And I was like, did I tell you that story already? He's like, yeah, five times. <laughs> now get out of my office. Leave. <laughs> Kindly leave. Did he hit you again? Uh, no. He okay. has a resolution. This He's not as abusive as he used to be. Violent. All right, Tesla. That's <laughs> Casey. Casey 95, run like hell. It's Pink Floyd. Did you go to the, any of the uh, El Monstero shows in December? Um, I did not make it. No, no, I did not. I would have liked to. I saw some videos of it. It looked The production looked awesome because we, we saw it outdoors. Yeah. and uh, Which was still great, but the indoor I feel is so much better because you get the effect of all the lights because there's not you know, other lights on. And all the reefer smoke can't just go up into the ethos. <laughs> yes, it, Someone it has to suck it in. It's a hot box. <laughs> it's a hot box is what it is. I call that the pit there. Or the pot. Whatever. <laughs> all right, here's one for you. All right. Um, this kind of applies to you being that you are the only person I ever hear about who still buys DVDs. But um, <laughs> well, when you don't put them on streaming, what do you got to do? Uh, but uh, it's official that... Best Buy is done with DVDs and Blu-rays. They are donezo. I've never bought one from, well, in, that, in a long time, I get all mine online. Amazon. Just, let, just letting you know that this is just one of the shoes that fall, and then before you know it, the Walmarts and the Walgreens and all these other places that have DVDs, they're just going to stop making them because there's no reason to make DVDs anymore outside of you know, the Criterion <laughs> collections and, you know, all your, like, six-pack and rad... Yes. And they're not made, <laughs> by the way, they're not making new copies of that. You are buying copies of those that were put out many moons ago. And then they realize no one but you bought them and they stopped making them. They ain't making no more new copies. They're not, like, they'd sit back and go, it's hey, shame. we're going to, you know, go out, produce a, a whole Kenny Rogers film collection with six pack 
and all the gambler movies. I mean, I could make a fortune on putting movies that aren't on DVD that are great movies that don't stream. Zapped, Scott Bale. That needs to be on DVD. How do you define a fortune? I don't know, a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> a small fortune. A small fortune. <laughs> a minute, tiny portion of income. I do miss going to the video store, though. I think once a month I have this discussion. But oh, like, yeah, I love it. I, I miss, miss the it. video store, but then I bet if I still had to go to the video store to get videos, I wouldn't go. Like, back then, that was your option. You didn't have the internet, right? So you had to go to Blockbuster on Friday with your Blockbuster card, and you had to spend an hour looking at all the new releases, and then you had to go grab the one you've rented 20 times. That's how it works. Yeah, and then wait for someone else to bring a new release back so you can take it. Hey, yes. is it in the box? Is it in the box? Yeah, oh, that was the key. Like, if you went to look for a new release and everyone was gone, your only hope was walking up to the dweeb behind the counter and go, hey, can you look in the returns and there's, see if there's a copy in the return box? There's still a red box at our Walgreens out in Winsville. Friend, you live out in Hooterville. Know, I'm surprised you still don't have a blockbuster <laughs> that sell VHS blockbuster. Now they're beta. They the, haven't. The, the last surviving blockbuster <laughs> is in Winston. They refuse. <laughs> have you watched the documentary about the last blockbuster? No. On Netflix? No. That's on there still, I think. It's awesome. I used to call these on, on the air. Just there were two of them. There was one, I think, in New Mexico, and I think the only one currently is in Oregon. Maybe closed by now, but I used to call and just check in on the air like hey what are people renting <laughs> i'm just curious we should make a call back still going to your store they've had some time man i i used to love that though man then you'd have the local video stores that had the curtain and behind the curtain is where dad shopped oh yeah because my the dad was pervy section yeah, and then my dad would never return them, so we just had, like, stacks of porn. <laughs> like, Dad, do you think you should take this bag? He's like, well, once you hit a certain amount of money, I mean, you might as well just keep it. Now, do you think he'll be upset that he can't get a DVD copy of the Iron Claw? <laughs> <laughs> Will they do, like, a vintage run and put it on, like, Laserdisc? Well, I, they still make DVDs, so he'll be able to get, I mean, they haven't stopped producing DVDs, I don't think. I mean, why would they? If no one's going to sell them, I would imagine it's going to end That's what pretty I'm quick. It'll come down, but I think they still pump them out because of, like, bonus features and stuff. Because, uh, like, if you yeah. buy them online, I don't think they have all the bonus features. They may. Apple know. TV used to do that where they had bonus features, but then they don't do it anymore. You can't find them. I don't know. Criterion Collection, man. You got to get all that action. Like, my favorite DVD collection ever was the Back to the Future trilogy on DVD. Yeah. And it was just loaded with special features. Every one of them had uh, commentary from the producer, Bob Gale. And then there was a documentary about each one and storyboards and everything. And I said, this... It's never going to get better. <laughs> this is the apex of entertainment. That's when they stopped making DVDs. <laughs> Those were the days. Uh, good movies, though. God, yeah. Anyway... Done reminiscing. Let's look at the traffic. <laughs> All right. KG Traffic brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Lane blocked due to crash 55 southbound before Union Road. And that is all I got on traffic. KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Save $100 off a whole home humidifier and say goodbye to dry winter skin and static shocks. Details at aircomfortservice.com. 29 for the low, 40 for the high tomorrow with rain to snow late. Oh, boy. So we might snow. get some snow, and it's 41 boy. degrees right now. All right. Uh, coming up, we'll have the dumbass of the day. A woman got her car stolen, yet somehow she was the one who was arrested. How did this happen? 
Well, you'll find out. Dumbass of the day coming up. Open up. Her car was stolen, so she called the police. She said, my car is stolen. What do I do? But she assumed that the police really weren't all that concerned about her car. She said, I need to figure out a way to get the police out here faster on this car. Because I'm sure cars are stolen every day. I mean, look here in St. Louis. The cars are stolen all the time. That's why insurance is so high for so many people. Because people just go through downtown stealing cars. So stealing cars, while it sucks for you, probably not the number one priority of the police. But a child being kidnapped is a priority of the police. So uh, Pamela Rodriguez of Connecticut, 29 years of age, when she called the cops said, oh, hey, my kid is also in the car. So can you guys go find him? We have to get him. Well, the thing is, her kid wasn't in the car. She just called the cops and lied to the cops about the kid being in the car so they would then hurry to go try to find her car. So once they figured out she was lying, she was charged with making a false report. Her car was still missing, and she got arrested. That's not the move. That is not the move. Now listen, I guess it is the move if you're intrigued by the idea of getting the cops to hurry up to find your car. Because you liked it. It's your car. <laughs> I mean, it worked. You're, I mean, they, but. They, but then it did, but you got your car. So you got your car. You got a register. I don't know. She'll be in jail forever. Probably not. I mean, it's just falsifying. Oh, I thought both. you said they didn't find the car. Or they did find the car, and then that's well, how they knew. that's what they did. Uh, well, okay. her car is missing, so I should take that back. Okay. Her car is missing. The police are still looking for it, but they were not happy that they were lied to. They yeah. were certainly upset. She falsified a report. Yeah, because when they couldn't find the, the car in the first 48, yeah. know, things got sticky. So Now, if you want to send us your dumbass of the day news stories, you can email me, josh at kc95.com. Send me an email. And I'm going to try to start doing something. Maybe Jesse will help us out with this. But if we use your dumbass of the day story that you submitted, maybe we'll find a prize for you every day. I don't know. So it gives you incentive to let us know what you see that seems like a stupid story that a dumbass is out there that needs to be mocked. How about that? But that was today's dumbass of the day. And now, Nirvana. G95, Motley Crue doing Brownsville Station, smoking in the boys' room. So on this day, 40 years ago, that would be 1984, that the sitcom Night Court premiered. My grandma loved this show. But as I've always told you about my grandma, she always referred to shows by characters on the show. She never knew what they were called, so Three's Company was just called Jack Tripper. That was my grandma. That's the way she described shows. So this... This show was just called Bull Hurley. It wasn't Bull Hurley, because Bull Hurley was in Over the Top, but just Bull. Bull was what she would call this show. Boom, boom. And I would argue that Night Court has one of the best instrumental theme songs ever. Like There are some classic ones, like uh, Hill Street Blues, for instance. That's a very famous instrumental theme song. Without lyrics, of course, for those of you who are uninitiated. But uh, Night Court's a funky one. I like the funkiness of it. It's got a funk that I like, a little bass line there at the beginning. And then the whole, I mean, it's just great. It's a, a great theme song. Great 80s. Now, apparently, there is a Night Court reboot that's now like in its second or third season. And I think 
that John Larroquette is in it. What channel is that on? What is that on? I think it might be on actual NBC now, but I think Peacock, certainly, and then maybe on actual NBC. Maybe it's just really? Peacock. It might just be on Peacock, but uh, it exists. It's in its at least second that. season. Huh. Yeah. It was pretty funny back so, in the day, late night. You know? So I think the show is about a lady judge who is the daughter of Judge Harry Stone. Ah. Of course, the actual guy who played Judge Harry Stone was Harry Anderson, and he's been dead for a while. I don't know when he died. He, he, he was, was young. He, he died, actually, right? he died in 2018 oh, so he is when he died. As it turns out, <laughs> I take that back. I take it back. Harry Anderson, very much not young. <laughs> He's at least in his 70s, I would think. Uh, well, I mean, that was almost 30 years after that show debuted, or yeah. 25 years after the show debuted, so he was probably in his 40s. He might have been in his 60s. I don't know. You know what? We're going to say he was young-ish. There you go. Fair that works. Done and done. But yeah, my grandma used to love that. She And every show she loved, she would always say, oh, he tickles me. That's the, <laughs> so she'd say, that bull, let me tell you, son, he tickles me. She likes to be tickled. And J uh, Jack Tripper, though. She loved Jack Tripper. She'd go, oh, that, that, that Jack Tripper. <laughs> son, let me tell you, he's he's a mess. Come watch Jack Tripper. <laughs> that was a, he's, son, he's a mess, is what she'd always <laughs> say about Jack Tripper. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Uh, Casey Travel brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion. In Fenton, St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Lane block due to crash uh, at 141 northbound at I-64. And uh, the accident, uh, the lane is still blocked due to crash at 55 southbound at Union Road. Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and installation. Save $100 on a whole home humidifier and say goodbye to dry winter skin and static shocks. Details at AirComfortService.com. 29 for the low, 40 for the high tomorrow. Rain and snow coming in tomorrow night and through the weekend on Saturday. Saturday. Current temperature is 41 degrees. All right, coming up, our two teachers uh, who were engaged in OnlyFans activities. They continue to make news, but this time it's because they're being spoofed on a popular TV show. We're going to have that coming up for you on Casey. REO Speedwagon, like you do. Josh in a show. Speaking of REO Speedwagon, their lead singer is Kevin Cronin. And he was rear-ended on the uh, 101 in California. So this guy was driving an SUV behind him, dropped his phone, reached down to pick it up, bam, slams right into Kevin Cronin. So as Kevin Cronin puts it on the REO Speedwagon website, I collected myself, swung open my driver's door, and headed back to confront this bonehead. <laughs> I was like, bro, like, Kevin, you probably ought to stay in your car, bro. Yeah. You weigh like a buckle five wet. I mean, you're built like somebody's lesbian grandma, friend. <laughs> like, you're adorable. <laughs> but, like, but just stop. imagine, like, like, getting a finger wag from the old dude from REO Speedwagon. <laughs> he would have sounded like a Karen. <laughs> I mean, granted, the dummy shouldn't have been on his phone and hit him. But come on. But uh, apparently the guy ended up being a chiropractor. <laughs> so he adjusted him. He, he goes, hey, I'll adjust you right here if you'd like. <laughs> I was coming out here to adjust you. <laughs> Wondering if this guy had any idea he was the dude from REO Speedway. I was coming out here to adjust you. I said, you. Hello. <laughs> I said we're going to ride the snowman. Like, okay, thank you, bud. <laughs> I can't you. fight this. <laughs> I can't fight this feeling of a herniated disc <laughs> any longer. I don't know why he sounds like Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. <laughs> I just imagine him having a high voice. Everybody's Paul Stanley in my world. Once you hit a certain age in rock stardom, you become an old lesbian that sounds like Paul Stanley. I don't know what to tell you. That's my world. You can't play. Go away. <laughs> 
295 Billy Idol. Josh in a show. You remember our friends, uh, Brianna Coppage and Megan Gaither. They're the teachers who uh, became very wealthy on OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. Teachers. Where the hell were they from? I, I don't even remember. Uh, they were uh, out yonder. Steelville or something. Uh, out yonder. We'll just say out yonder. Yeah. All right. Out west. Down yeah. southwest. There you go. Down, down that way. Well... We know them here, but apparently the rest of the world knows them too. They're very famous. So famous, in fact, that these lovely ladies who uh, have become apparently very wealthy, like millionaires based on uh, OnlyFans. St. Clair. St. Clair. <laughs> there you go. I knew I'd come up with it. Sorry. So they are the inspiration you for mean? an episode of South Park. Really? Yeah. Now, I'm a little bit late on this. It's already up on uh, Paramount+. Plus. It's one of those specials. South Park been doing a lot of specials that are on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, and this story is from December 22nd from the Riverfront Times, but we weren't on the air on December 22nd, so I'm telling it to you now because it's news to me. But uh, these two gals are the inspiration for this episode of South Park, a 45-minute-long South Park called Not Suitable for Children. It begins with a revelation that an art teacher at South Park Elementary is moonlighting, making adult content. Naturally, one of the parents of the fictional small Colorado town get wind of this. They gather in the school cafeteria for a PTA meeting to express their outrage over the teacher who makes close to minimum wage as a teacher, but on OnlyFans makes an extra $10,000 a week. The girls are excited, though. They're, they're like, hey, I'm famous. I'm no, on South Park. I'm on South Park. You've made it. <laughs> so they've done it. Good for them. They thought it was funny. They both thought it was funny. Now, one of them hasn't seen it. And then the other one uh, said it was funny. I have to laugh at them poking fun at me. She texted the Riverfront Times. That's an update for you guys on our OnlyFans teachers from, uh, as you brought up, St. Clair. <laughs> da -da 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 -da, breaking news. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch that tonight. I didn't even know that existed. I I'm glad either. I read that. So I'll go to the old Paramount Plus and go check out the South Park. I wonder who they get. <laughs> well, we're going to see what happens in this episode. I'm excited about this. 45-minute episode. I'd tell you to go watch it for homework, but I know you won't. So. You're not good at doing homework. I, I never was. Well, <laughs> it's good to see that you've maintained that high hey, level I of excellence. I stick to my guns. <laughs> yes, you do. 95, funk number 49, James Gang. But, it, I mean, it's you know who it is. It's, just, it's Joe Walsh. I mean, he's, by any other name, is still Joe Walsh. It was on this day 215 year ago, years ago that Lewis Braille was uh, born. He invented Braille for the blind. Coach can't read Braille, right? Or he can, but yeah, like... Yeah, he can read Braille. But he doesn't really want to. Oh, yeah, I guess that's how he reads his books. No, he, he listens to books on he tape. He does book on tape, but he does like his basketball fantasy stuff. He'll type it all out in Braille so he'll know the brackets. and everything. How do you type things out in Braille? He's got a Braille typewriter. Oh, wow. Which is really weird because it's got it? like... It's only got like six keys. We'll have to have him bring it in one time. It's really weird. I don't know how he does it. So it's then, a, like, you type it out and then it print basically prints yeah, you out put a piece Braille. Of paper in there, like a typewriter. And, like, yeah. it spits it out, but in Braille. Yeah. Interesting. He's got think? a Braille deck of cards, too. He's a card shark. Wow. Who would have known, like, if you were Louis Braille, or considering he's French, it might be Louis Braille, Braille, <laughs> Braille, that, uh, you know, 215 years later, there'd be some blind jamoke out in the middle of nowhere doing sports picks on Braille. <laughs> like, you would have never imagined that. That was his dream, to have He says, coach. I've done it. <laughs> I've officially made it. 
Uh, also, today is Michael Stipe's birthday from oh. REM. He's 64. Of course, uh, one of the best is the video of him waiting to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the uh, movie. Oh, you've never seen that? I don't think so. There's a uh, an old um, an old news a piece of news footage from like the Rocky Horror Race because he's from Illinois. He's from across the, right, the river. Right. So, what's the old theater down there in the Del Mar Loop that's now a church? Oh, uh, uh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on it, but they I, I believe that was the theater that used to have the Rocky Horror really? Show. And there was on an Del Mar. Okay. Yeah, on the in wow, the Del Mar Loop. And um, Winsville, I guess. Many movies. Yes. <laughs> out. You've been out there. Uh, and someone will call and they'll tell me which one I'm talking about. But if you go to YouTube and look up Michael Stipe, Rocky Horror, it's a news story about you know people waiting to go see the Rocky Horror Show, midnight shows of it in the early 80s. And there's Michael Stipe. There he is. Before he was Michael Stipe, he was just Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe of <laughs> Illinois. Before he was Michael Stipe of... It probably says Bunker Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Prior to Michael Stipe being of R.E.M. Do you like R.E.M., Scott? Mm, no, no. I don't, I don't hate him, but I, it's not my thing. They got some solid jams. Yeah, like there's a couple good ones. Stand is a good jam. Yeah, I like that one. It's the, the end of the world as we know it. Man on the Moon. Now, again, I don't like all of it. Like, Everybody Hurts. Not very good. But I do like R.E.M., like some of it. I wouldn't go see R.E.M. in concert. Do we have some? Oh, I'm sure we have R.E.M. in here somewhere. Here we go. I'll, okay, I'll do this. I'm, I'll let you hear it. Here you go. A little bit of that. A little Michael Stipe and a uh, little R.E.M., baby. A little stand in the place where you live. The place where you And wonder why you have it now. Stand in the place where you were. I say I don't like it, but I know the song. I know the they played the hell out of this song. It's a good jam. Which one's the one where it goes really fast? That's it's the end of the world yeah, as we it. know it. And I feel fine. REM's a hard band to look up in our system because they might have it listed as REM with no periods. And it might not be. So, well, that would be Rim. Yes, exactly. It's not right. Someone should be sacked. Yes. But anyway, there you go. How dare they? Let me take a call. I'm sure someone's going to fill me in on the theater I'm thinking about. KG95, hello. Yeah, you guys were just talking about that uh, theater that played the Rocky Horror. Yeah. And Delmore. Yeah. It was the Tivoli. The ah, Tivoli. And then a couple years ago, like the church bought it. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's a church oh. now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it used to be the Tivoli. I went there with a group of friends a long time ago. And uh, it was an interactive show where they came out and had the crowd participate and all that good stuff. It was pretty neat. Was yeah. Michael Stipe there? <laughs> Did you see Michael? <laughs> Did you see him? <laughs> but apparently he was into that in the early 80s, you know? I've never been to a midnight show of the Rocky Horror Show. Remember when A.D. did that and we were talking to Holly about that? And she's like, but A.D. is into movies and you guys aren't. I'm like, well, that's a lie. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> you are spreading rumors. <laughs> I do not appreciate you thinking that I don't enjoy films. I've never been to the, the midnight show of Rocky Horror, but like I know all the songs and everything. And I know all the deals. You know that, more than me. Yeah. Oh, you don't know Rocky mm -hmm. Horror? You don't know the time warp? None of yeah, that? I mean, I've heard that song, yeah. Just but... a jump to the left and a step to the right. Aye, aye, aye. Put your hands on your hips and bring your knees in tight. It's a pelvic thrust. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not ringing a bell. Really drives you insane. It does. No. <laughs> I'm just.
just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. No, none of that rings a no. bell. No, none of it. No. Uh-uh. Whatever happened to Saturday night? No, none of that. No. Hop a bless my soul. No. Now there is a slot machine at the casinos. That's Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show I with Rick go. Moranis, and they have like little movie clips that play if you win. And Rick Moranis isn't in the Rocky Horror. Oh Picture. no, I was, I'm thinking that's of a little, little shop, shop of horrors. horrors. Just do the trap. <laughs> <laughs> Holly was right. You've made us look so bad. <laughs> I've told you. I've, I've. I don't even know if I've ever seen the whole damn thing. It's not. No, it's not. A, it's not in my wheelhouse. Just, just go. All right. Casey Trek brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work Western hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Everything's yellow. Southbound uh, 270, northbound 55, eastbound 70, westbound 40. Everything's moving slow. It's just yellow. There's no incidents. Just drive faster. KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and installation. Save $100 off a whole home humidifier and say goodbye to dry water skin and static shocks. Details at aircomfortservice.com. 29 for the low, 40 for the high tomorrow. Rain to snow late, snow again on Saturday. Current temperature is 40 degrees. Also, you need to watch it because that's old school Susan Sarandon. So hot. She is so hot in that movie. Really? That's Janet. Damn it, Janet. I love you. That's great. <laughs> you got to watch it. It's a good, good film. And she's so hot. She looks just like her daughter. If you've seen her daughter, I'm sure. It, but she's hot. And then, but when she was younger, figure this out, she looked just like her hot daughter. Kind of like Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Just like them. Wow. Except not. Her face isn't gnarly like. Goldie Hawn's is now, but I mean, she's done yeah. some. She's done some damage. She's rough. Kurt Russell's got to be like, I gotta go. <laughs> the Josh in his show. And it's brought to you by Frank Lita Mitsubishi. Yes, Lita.com. A couple of things. Uh, one, the price of stamps is going to go up two cents later this month. So if you still use stamps, that's tough for you. Now I'm going to ask you something. Scott, I bought 100,000 forever stamps, so I'm good. Oh, good. Do you know how much a stamp costs currently? 32 cents. Friend, you're not even in the ballpark. 48 cents? Nope. 56 cents. Well, you're not alone here in not knowing this. (laughs) 14% of Americans correctly guessed 66 cents. That's what it is for a stamp? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. 49% of people guessed prices lower than 66%, while 17% guessed higher than 66 cents. So, yeah, I guess it's going to go. I don't know if that means it's going up 68 cents or it's going to go up to 66 cents, but it's going up 2 cents. Here's an idea. Just stop sending stuff in the mail. Send email a, is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, what do you really need to send in the mail other than like, you know, a package Product, or yeah, something? Right. And if you do that, then you don't use stamps for that anyway, right? It's like you use Flat the... Break, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So, also, other news, a 13-year-old boy from Oklahoma became the first person to ever beat the game Tetris. Really? Did you play Tetris when you were a kid? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, apparently... This 13-year-old became the first person to ever beat it. His name uh, online is Blue Scooty is his name. 
It's so, my secret identity. <laughs> it took 38 minutes to set uh, to do this, and he set a couple of new records, including highest score at just over 6,850,000 points. But well, apparently... it didn't take very long. Well, if you hit a certain level... So he made it to level 157 before it freezes, and apparently when it freezes, that means you've just it crashed and you beat Tetris and no one apparently has ever done this I never really got into Tetris it really wasn't my thing or they just thought the game crashed and never told anybody yeah, they're like hey you you did it <laughs> congratulations you <kid>. win <laughs> there's nothing left on that plate but bristle and fat <laughs> throw on some Tetris hats for the kids <laughs> Def Leppard on KC about to get out of here uh, today is National Spaghetti Day, or it was. You're running out of time to <laughs> to celebrate. Um, Quick Fazoli's <laughs> stat. Um, yeah, I've decided that my favorite spaghetti I've had here so far, and I've had some good ones. I went to Charlie Gito's on the Hill a couple weeks ago, and that baked spaghetti was great. It's a place called Amis. Is that how you say it? Amy? A-M-I? I don't know. Maybe somebody knows. Yeah. A, there's one out in your neck of the woods, kind of. Really? Out in, I mean, like, the St. Peter's slash that area. No idea. And then uh, there's one out uh, down by my place in, uh, on uh, on Manchester. Um, and someone's going to know it. Maybe the people who own the place. I don't know. But my favorite's my mama's. Okay. There you go. You know, I don't need I, to go nowhere. There you go. Good for you, <laughs> you braggart. <laughs> you come over. You know. Oh, we'll have some sketty. Does she do the meatballs or oh, do we just yeah. do sketty without meat? No, meatballs, tzatziza. She put some pork in there, some oh, garlic, yeah. like the old school big pot, you know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's good stuff. But maybe someone knows what I'm talking about. But uh, my favorite spaghetti that I've had at a restaurant here so far, and we, we bounce around, I like spaghetti. Uh, but uh, that was my favorite I've had so far. They have good pizza there as well. Amis, I think is how you pronounce it. If I'm it wrong, out. I feel stupid. I'm sorry. Or it could just be Amy, but with an I instead of a Y. But it could be Ami. What you going to do? Ami. Maybe it's, <laughs> a, a, maybe, it's, maybe it's Italian. I don't know. Let me see. Phone's <laughs> ringing. Good chance. So <laughs> someone could tell me. Uh, Keishi, hello. Hey, John. Hey. Hey. You guys rock. Thank you. Glad to, glad to hear you. Tonight. Well, thank you. So I appreciate that. You know what? People are so nice now. You get in a good mood for three days, and everybody else is in a good mood, too. Positivity. Look it at that. Pass it on. It's contagious. <laughs> Be positive, and people give a little love, and it all comes back to you. <laughs> Uh, also, we're going to have Hit the Road brought to you by Dobbs Tire and Auto Center coming up. We're going to give you Billy Joel for that. Sometimes a fantasy for Hit the Road. Nice. And it's Billy Joel Day. We're celebrating. Uh, all right. Traffic. What do we have? Uh, same thing. Everything's yellow. It's going slow. Just be careful. Traffic's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western Hiking Biker at Fashion Fenton, St. Peter's, ChucksBoots.com. Casey Weather brought to you by Air Covered Service, heating, cooling, and installation. Save $100 off a whole home humidifier and say goodbye to dry winter skin and static shocks. Details at AirCoveredService.com. 29 for the low, 40 for the high tomorrow. Snow. Uh, rain into snow late. Snow again on Saturday. It's 38 degrees. It's getting chilly. All right. And we will talk to you manana.